Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. To answer the question, it'll probably take more. If you're already there, well, you probably don't know. Well, we were the people that we wanted to know. And we're the places that we wanted to go. Now are we up? Is everyone right. ready? All right, phones on. Go yes. for it. Okay. So Wait, I'm not in my place. All right. Now Jay. Yes. I thought that we might discuss today the parallels between health and wealth. So, with no further ado, we are going to bring on an expert who is going to share with us how to be healthy with our money in 2012. All right, I'm ready. We're going to broaden this bad boy out <laughs> because it, we need to, right? I mean, it can't just all be diet and exercise all the time. No, that's absolutely right. You know, right. we want to talk about living your healthiest, happiest life. And that encompasses everything from personal relationships to finances to your medicine to your fitness, your waistline, blah, blah, blah. So I have to say that probably my most favoritist istest person on the entire planet is going to be a guest on our show today. Ladies and gentlemen, um, you guys are probably aware that I have a mad love affair crush on Susie Ormond and, of course, uh, her lovely wife, KT. But right now, we've got Susie on the phone. <laughs> I'm so excited to you talk to us. Funny. Hi, buddy. Yeah. Hi, bud. My little bud. How are things going for you? Things are good. Things are really good. I'm, I'm very cautiously optimistic about 2012. Uh-huh. And of course, going into this new year, I really am so glad to have you on because you and I have had many conversations about the connections between health and wealth. And I have to say that your book, The Money Class, changed my life when you sent it to me a year ago. Uh, and I, I wanted to really, and now I know you've got your show on OWN based on that book, The Money Class, and that's getting crazy buzz. Uh, which, I mean, people are talking to me, people are coming at me left and right, asking me to ask you questions to elaborate on the show. And um, so I wanted to really just start off because I know Money Class is coming out. It's, is it coming out? When's it coming out on paperback? So it is. It released on in paperback on the 10th of January. So it released just recently in paperback. But, you know, here's what's so funny, Jillian, is that that obviously there's so much great stuff in that book. And America really does need to go back to school to learn about their money all over again. Because what's so interesting is that what I used to tell people to do 15 years ago with their money, I'm no longer telling people to do that anymore with their money. So it's a really strange phenomenon as to what's happened. So even the other day as I was looking it over, I thought, oh, my God, I wouldn't have told somebody this before. 
So everybody listening, I just want you to know we really do need to go back to school and learn about money all over again because real estate has changed. The stock market has changed. Uh, Social Security is changing. When you can retire is changing. The cost of everything is changing. So the best way to do it is to really educate yourself to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it, especially when it comes to your money. Now, you taught me this And quite honestly, it's been one of the most valuable lessons uh, in my entire career. And it has to do with standing in your truth. Yeah. Being authentic, uh, being truthful with yourself, being real with your situation. And this, of course, I can speak to people about with regard to their health all day long. But the parallel when it comes to their money is incredible. And I was wondering if you could elaborate on that thought for people. So... What people are doing, in essence, that that keep them not wealthy or not healthy, ask it one different way for me. Okay. So when you say how to stand in your truth and create the future you deserve, right, in this subtitle. You want to know how people can do that with money. Yes, and I want to know why that's so important. Important. I got it. Everybody, here's the difference between what Jillian works on and what Susie Orman works on. When Jillian is taking somebody from 400 pounds down to 200 pounds, you can see what she's doing. You can see the body fat disappearing. You can see what the scale is saying. So when you are fat, everybody knows that you're fat. You cannot hide the fact that you are fat. So because you can't hide the fat, fact that you're fat, you normally have to stand in your truth because you know if you are or you're not. And you can see, Jillian, where somebody is and where they have to go. Now, let's look at money. You can look at all the people that are in the room with you there. You can walk down the street, and you really have no idea, are the people who are dressed to the hilt, do they have the money to buy that clothes? Those clothes, do they have the money to drive that fancy car? Do they have the money to live in that fancy house? You have no idea if they are rich or poor. That's right. Because money is not something that shows its face. People don't talk about it. You, it's like this invisible entity. So because you have no idea as to the financial situation everybody is in, when you say to somebody, let's go out to dinner, and they say, okay, You don't know if they have the money to be able to go out to dinner or not. You don't know if they're sitting there waiting for the waiter to come with their credit card back, and will they say, sorry, you've been denied. Right. So when it comes to money in particular, it is really important to stand in your truth and let everybody know what is true about you. But you can't tell people the truth about you until you're willing to look at what you have, what you don't have. When you're willing to open every single envelope that has come into your house in the past year, and, and it's a bill that you're not be able to pay until you look at it and you add it up, and you're able to stand in the truth and say, you know what, I'm living a lifestyle beyond what I can afford. People think that I have more money than I do. I need to stand in the truth and let the world know as soon as you are willing to stand in the truth to yourself. Then you start to have the courage to be able to look at somebody and tell them what's true about you. Tell them what's true about the invisible 
finances that they can't see. So when you start telling people that you have $30,000 of credit card debt, you're four months behind on your mortgage payment, you have absolutely no way of understanding how you're going to get out of this. What happens is they're able to stand in their truth and say, oh, my God, me too. And then rather than both of you go out to eat and both of you spend money that you can't afford, you then start to do something, which is you start to turn your situation around. And that's why it's so important, because if you don't stand in your truth with money, money in the terms of credit cards allows you to live an incredible financial lie. You know, it's so interesting. I think a lot of people feel shame about the truth. But you said it right there that when you stand in your truth, you're empowered and subsequently empowering the person that you with that you're with to also stand in their truth and take care of themselves. Yeah. And you know, where we recently just saw this, even though you didn't even know you were all seeing this, was in the holiday season that just passed. How many people, how many people, you're listening to us right now, how many people went out and spent money they didn't Didn't have have. to impress people that they didn't even know or like in some circumstances. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so true. How many people blew an entire year of eating well, exercising, doing everything that they should have done, and now Thanksgiving, and then the, you know, the Christmases, or the Hanukkahs, and then the New Year's party, within a matter of one month, people undo everything that they did in the entire 11 months before that in their finances as well as in their diets or their or their you know trying to get healthy right. it's so sad i can't even stand it why is that susie and how can somebody combat that how do they muster the courage to say no or to put their foot down. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I was guilty of that. And I honestly, somebody was like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I want for people not to need anything from me. And yeah. it, my shrink was like, Jillian, this isn't for them to say to you. This is for you to feel worthy enough to not have to spend thousands of dollars on everybody because you believe they expect it from you. Yeah. And And then I was like, okay. Then maybe, and I really tried to work on it and make it just about us being together and celebrating and finding the most unique and creative presents we could give each other versus the most expensive, extravagant things. And me feeling like, oh, this family member needs a computer. This family member needs money. This family member needs, and I just, oh, and it was, it was very empowering, but it was really hard for me to get there. What do you think someone needs to do to be able to get past that? Do you think it's a self-worth thing? Everything when it comes to money as well as weight, I don't care. Yeah. I think they're both the same. They are. Stems with the less, the, you know, the less you feel that, you know, the less you feel about who you are, the less your self-worth, then the, the more you spend, the more you eat, the more you try to fill up that hole within you with so these true. things. And so when you have credit card debt, or when you're doing any of these things, you even are overweight, where you have to look, in my opinion anyway, and you'll tell me if this is true when it comes to, you know, the weight part of it, but, but especially with money, you always have to go within to see why you are doing without. Yeah. No, you couldn't be more right. The answer lies within. And so it's, it's a very, we're, we're entering very interesting times 
And what's so great is we're entering the times that you now have permission to tell everybody how, how really not good you're doing. Because nobody's really doing that well. And if, if you're listening to me, most people are in debt. One out of four of you are underwater in your homes. None of you really are secure in your jobs. None of you know who to believe, who not to believe. Mm. None of you know where to turn. So now it's so wonderful is that everybody needs some place to go. So this is the year that if you all just are truthful about your situation, you're going to find so much company. Because everybody's in your situation. You won't have to feel alone anymore. And then as a group, you can transform your lives together. You know, you, you brought something up when you said that people don't know who to trust. Yeah. And I remember you were teaching me about how we were too trusting as a culture when it came to our money. Um, and when I look at health, for example... People think that if it's on the shelves, well, it got past the FDA, it got past the USDA, you know, surely it can't be bad for me. And the reality is that food is full of chemicals and preservatives and pesticides and poisons. And we just trust blindly that it's food or that it's safe or that it's okay when in fact it isn't. And we had to take responsibility and be less trusting and more involved with our health and reading our labels and educating ourselves about these ingredients. But you talked to me with regard to the same concept of being too trusting when it came to believing these organizations that we could afford these things. And I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit about that, about us being too trusting and, and then where we can turn to for that reliable. Well, I already know the answer. The answer is your book, The Money Class. But can you elaborate on that concept, though, of yeah. how we got into trouble and we kind of checked out of our finances? Yeah, money is something that people live in fear of. And they live in fear of it because they know how much they need it. They need it to take care of their children. They need it to feed their family. They need it to buy, you know, a roof over their head. They need it. Yeah. And because they need it, they don't want to screw it up, number one. Number two. Mm. They have bought the ticket that Wall Street is trying to sell them. And that ticket is very simply this, that you don't have the intelligence to take care of your money. You need a financial advisor. You need a professional who you can go to so that they can make a living off of your ignorance. Mm. But you need somebody to take care of this money. Number three, they make the language of money Absolutely, uh, they they make it in such a way that it is impossible to understand it. Oh my gosh, this is so true. I've experienced all of these things. So you watch CNBC. Now you know I love CNBC and I watch CNBC all the time. Right. But I watch the little ticker tapes go under the bottom of the thing and I know exactly everything that that ticker tape is saying. But I imagine people who aren't me watching that ticker tape going, what the hell is going on here? Oh, it's a different language. Short sell the, this. And I, I mean, that, I, I'm just like, right. I don't understand any of triple insured bond, something, something. It's just a whole nother world. Yeah. And so because the language is a foreign language, because money means a lot to everybody, and because everybody has been telling you you need somebody else to do it because it's complicated, You are afraid to get involved with your money, do anything with your money, and therefore that fear has paralyzed you. 
It's paralyzed you so that as soon as you meet somebody who's nice to you and tells you that they can do something with your money, you trust them immediately because you want somebody to take care of you. You want somebody to be your knight in shining armor, and therefore you just say, great, you do it. I trust you. I don't know what I'm doing. And then you can go on to living your life with a financial blindfold around your eyes. Until it is too late when you realize you shouldn't have trusted that person. That person sold you something that wasn't what they said they were going to sell you, that they did something with your money, they lost your money, and, you know, so therefore, I mean, that's how I got into this business, Jillian. I do love this story. Maybe you could just re- recount that story for yeah, us. It's a, it's a very simple story without going into great detail, but the customers I had been waiting on for seven years at the Buttercup Bakery when I was making $400 a month for all seven years gave me $50,000 to open up my own restaurant. I didn't know what to do with that money, and they told me to go and open up an account at Merrill Lynch. I walk into Merrill Lynch. I'm assigned to the broker of the day, the guy who gets all the new people that walk in the door, (laughs) and he simply says to me, sign here on the bottom line of this paperwork, and we'll make good money. Now, he was in a pinstripe suit. He worked for Merrill Lynch. I totally trusted him. Why wouldn't I trust him? So I signed here on these blank papers. I did exactly what he told me to do. I then leave, and he fills out the paperwork to make it look like I'm a very sophisticated investor. Because I was sophisticated, even though I didn't have a pot to pee in, I didn't have anything. And and so Merrill Lynch qualified me to actually trade options, which is the most speculative thing to do when it comes to investing, and in three months, all $50,000 was lost. But because I trusted him, and I trusted him because I needed somebody to take care of me, so the first fool that walked in in front of me, I said, here, I trust you. Yep. So everybody who's listening to this conversation right now, I am asking you, to trust yourself more than you trust others. I am asking you that if your little voice inside of you says something isn't right, that you listen to that voice. The, the hardest thing to do in life is to believe that just maybe you know better than others when it comes to your money. So if you could just do nothing rather than something you do not understand, in the long run, you'll be better off. But again, you are never to talk yourself into trusting anyone, especially when it comes to your money. Money is not that hard. Money is not that complicated. It is very straightforward. You can learn what to do with money. You can take your time. You don't have to put every penny you have into something. But I am asking you to check your trust at the door when you are dealing with somebody as to their, what to do with your money, especially if they're going to make money off of you. See, that's the key. What you said right there is to educate yourself Yeah. so you feel empowered. And I, because I came to you and we were talking and when I started telling you about my business manager and your head almost flew off your body... And it was because of everything you said. I didn't know anything about it. He he was the financial advisor, and surely I needed that guy. And then I started to realize, 
all the ways I'd been misled, all the bad investments he'd gotten me into. And after I read the money class, then I hired a new guy, sat with him, and put him through the ringer. And I showed him all the things that I knew so that I was like, look, buddy, I'm not asleep at the wheel here. I know X, Y, and Z. I'm paying attention to everything you're doing. I don't want to be in this. I want to explore that. And it's been a completely different relationship with this guy. But it was after you ripped me a new one for being checked out on my finances and having to face the hard truth of seeing the mistakes that had been made and, uh, quite honestly, the extraordinary amount of money that he had lost of mine uh, that I w- didn't even know was gone. But when I had, when I read that book, I felt so empowered. Like for the first time I had a grasp on the situation and knew how to move forward confidently. Yeah. So, so if you can do it, anybody can do it. That's so true. Cause this and, is not my area. I'll tell yeah, you. And I just like all of you to have more faith in who you are more faith in your ability to really know what's true and not true. You know, I want to talk for just a brief second here about I've just launched what I'm calling the People First Movement. I was just going to ask you about that. And the reason I want to connect it to what we were just talking about is that I have issued what's called the approved card. It is a new prepaid debit card. And what is so sad for me about the information about this card is that so many people who know a little bit about something, the bloggers and some reporters, not all, some reporters were absolutely right on with this, but they love to tear something down when it comes to money. They love to tear things down, period, pal. Period, (laughs) And so a lot of people are writing things about this card and how prepaid debit cards work, and, and they're lumping everything that's out there that's been bad into one big box. And so I am asking all of you, not just with my new approved card or anything I tell you or Jillian tells you or somebody else tells you, be very, very careful when you are listening to the negativity that all these people have access to via Twitter and Facebook because their negativity and their desire to tear good things down could very easily prevent you from having the best thing you ever could have had in your life. I think people are savvy, though, pal, because, I mean, I I realize that... even though you told me... I remember you laughed me out the door once. I I called you about haters, and you're like, please, you don't know anything about haters. (laughs) Oprah knows haters. I have experienced haters. You're like, you don't know anything, pipsqueak. And it, it seems obvious to me that the more successful you become, the more haters you get. And yeah. people are hip to that jive. Oh, Janice, you've got me saying people are hip to that jive. Oh, no. Sorry, Susie. I'm talking like a nerd because my producer. It's all right. People can be hip to that. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Thank my, you, my, Susie. my producer is an old hen. Isn't that right, Janice? Um, anyway, people are hip to that, man. So I, I'm not. I, I think they're savvier than that. And but, but wait, I want to understand this, though. Tell me about the card. So what is because I know you created this. This is something that you created. I've watched you over the last year conceive of it, create it be passionate about it, but uh, you wouldn't tell me anything about it until it was out. So Here's what I'm trying to do, the very big picture on a very big level that for some reason people just don't want to get, is that I think it is an atrocity 
that people who put money on a debit card and they spend their money on a debit card or they pay for things in cash do not get that activity reported on a credit report. Because it's not on a credit report, it does not create a FICO score for you. It is very important to everybody that you have a FICO score. And if you just happen to be somebody who never once opened up a credit card and you paid for everything in cash, do you know that you would not have a FICO score today? Why is it important to have a FICO score? It is important because every single thing that you do when it comes to money is based on it. Your car insurance premiums are based on your FICO score, essentially. A landlord will not rent to you unless you have a high FICO score. Again, a FICO score is a credit score. Employers are starting not to hire you if you don't have a good FICO score. Oh, that I didn't know. Your your, Your interest rates that you will pay on a car or a home will be off the charts if you don't have a good FICO score. And chances are nobody will even lend you money for a credit card or anything without a FICO score. So I wanted to level the playing field on a very big picture. I wanted people who paid in cash and a debit card for that information to be evaluated and, in essence, eventually create a FICO score for them. I think the scoring techniques that people are using today, in my opinion, are obsolete. You have people who have credit cards. They're only paying the minimum payment due. The scoring people have no idea where that money is coming from, where they are paying their payments on time. And what Susie Orman is seeing is those payments are coming from payday loan companies, taking money out of their retirement accounts, keeping everything going just so they can have a good FICO score. The problem with that is those people are all one paycheck away from bankruptcy. So people are being rewarded for getting into credit and penalized for paying in debit cards and cash. For the first time in history, the approved card will be sharing information with TransUnion, one of the major credit bureaus out there, They will be sharing the information on this card. You will be anonymous. It will be aggregated, so you don't have to worry about it. Wait, what does that mean? Um, What does it mean when you say you're anonymous? Because I got confused. If you have the approved card, Jillian. Right. They are not going to say, oh, see, Jillian Michaels, you know, actions on her card. They will see your card, my card, somebody else's card, all the transactions lumped together. So they'll aggregate it. Okay. Okay. And they will not see any names. But then how do you build how do you build a score if they don't see your name? So here's what's happening over the next eighteen to twenty four months. TransUnion will be evaluating all of this information. Okay. Just looking at it in aggregate. And then what will happen is that they will make a decision, hopefully with the other two credit bureaus will join us with this that one day, 18 months to 24 months from now, activity on a debit card will create a FICO score. That is the big picture here that I am trying to do. I am trying to change history, everybody, so that for those of you who don't want credit cards anymore, those of you who have children and you want your children never to get into credit card trouble, 
Yes. That we want to change this world from a debtor nation to a nation that honestly, that honestly, right, is, um, you know, thriving because they have money. Then we have to start giving people credit in terms of score for paying things in cash and or debit cards, which is essentially the same thing. That is the big picture of what I am doing. I was naive enough to think that America would want to help me. America would want to help me help all of you. But no, because there are naysayers out there. There are naysayers that are telling all of you that Susie Orman just wants to line her pockets and make more and more money. Susie Orman is ripping all of you off. And it is so sad to see people who know absolutely nothing about money. They absolutely know nothing about how things work. Think that everything should be free. Think they should be entitled to have everything that they want in the world. And yet they want to ruin it for the big picture. So it's sad to me that people didn't understand the big picture here as of yet. Hopefully they will. Right? But um, it's just it's an interesting thing how really naive people are. And they just don't think the best of people. And my fear is that even if one person who could really benefit from this card doesn't get it simply because somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about tries to make an assertion, I just find that sad. I find it sad not for me, everybody. You know, I find it sad for all of you that people don't want to help pick you up. People want to help put you down and make you know it's just I control just it's control, control. So, so anyway so the message about all of this to all of you is that i hope no matter who says anything to you no matter who it's about i'm not even talking about if it's about me or jillian now but if it's about your friends if it's about somebody you know acquaintances i think this is where people need to stand in their truth and they need to say i don't want to hear anything bad I don't want to be part of this gossip-mongering thing that people love to do. I want to help make America a better place. And the way you make America a better place is you talk good about people. You do good deeds. You meet the needs and the places and the times around you. Yeah. You serve the, the people and the places and the times around you. And people now need your goodness. They need your positive energy. They don't need you to be negative and pull people down because we're pulling ourselves down and we're getting to a dangerous place where who knows if we'll ever be able to be pulled up again. And I think also to add to that, one of the best things that you can do is be the best you that you can be. That's the greatest contribution. And the way you do that is by doing what we talked about. Not listening blindly to what anybody else says by educating yourself and making the decision that is in your gut. Um, and, and so I want to reiterate real quick, how do we apply for this card? We didn't cover that. The oh, prepaid card. Yeah, see, there you go. You would go to theapprovedcard.com. Just to give you a little of the things about this card, and this card is not going to be for everybody. This card comes with automatic identity theft. This card comes with unlimited credit scores from TransUnion. If you want to get a score five times a day, you can. This card comes with unlimited credit reports from TransUnion. Now, it is true. 
you can get one free credit report a year from TransUnion if you go to annualcreditreport.com. But if you want to check your credit report every week, you can with this card absolutely free. TransUnion also will give you 24-7 credit monitoring on your TransUnion report. Now, do I wish I could have done this with the other credit bureaus? Yeah, but maybe you never know. Little by little, this card will grow. Every time you use this card, you, you purchase something with it, you will get an immediate text and email. You'll just get an email if you're paying, if you have to pay for taxes, you just want to get an email then. And that will say, Jillian, you just spent $50. You have $10 million left on your card. No, you just spent $50. You have $100 left on your card. Every time. Oh, that's so clever. At 8 o'clock in the morning, exactly, you will get a text and or email telling you exactly how much money you have left in your account. If, in fact, you, re- you bought something on the card and you're going to return it, you go onto the site, you click what you returned, and we track it for you to make sure that you get the money that you reach, that the item you returned, oh. you get the money for it. This is you life-changing, can- actually. Mm-hmm. I can't. You, yeah, wow. If you have kids, if you have kids that are 13 or older, you're allowed to get an additional three cards besides the one card that you get, and your kids can have them. And every time they do something, you will see it. So if you want to shut that card down and not allow your kids to go into bars and use that card, you can do so. You can do card-to-card transfer free. You can pay your bills online free. If you go to an ATM in the all-point system because you want to withdraw money, as long as you are automatically depositing at least $20 per month on this card, just one card, the master card, you know, the, the main card, not the other three, then you will get free ATM withdrawals. There are so many aspects to this card, it's not even funny, but it is called the approved card, and it's something I think many of you may want to look into. It does come with a fee of $3 per month. (laughs) My belief is $3 a month for all of those things is more than worth it because many of you are paying $14 a month to have identity theft. Many of you yeah. are paying for certain things that you don't have to. But if you get four cards, it then essentially costs you 75 cents a month. And I don't know, people are all saying, Susie, but it should be free. It should be free. Well, but these we are, start- how could it be free, though? These services cost money. I know, I know because even I when know. I have to check, and by the way, when you check your credit score, because they still check my credit score when I make a purchase for something big. It lowers your credit score, doesn't it? Every time you have to reapply. No, every time you check your credit score, it doesn't lower it. But through this card? It, through this card, through any means. When a, okay. When an establishment checks your credit score, when an employer checks, when there are checks oh. coming in from people wanting, thinking that you're going to need credit, if it, there's too many of them, that can do it. Right? Okay. Yeah. But you can use this card to pull up your credit score for them, correct? Here's what will happen. We will not know that for two years. Okay, God. Okay. If you can can just join me in this movement, wouldn't you like it, everybody, to be part of a movement that maybe really can change history? 
Maybe it could change history so that we could get credit scores based on the cash we use, the debit cards, versus we get penalized when we use cash and we get rewarded when we have credit card debt. That is why people are in trouble. So I have a big picture here. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to paint the picture with me, but I sure hope you give it a look. I'm going to. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna get it right away, actually, because I only use Amex. And you see, with Amex, what happens is that, and Amex, a lot of people have American Express cards because they like the prestige of them. But yeah. I'm sure that you are getting miles and things like that. Eventually, I hope we can give all of that in this card as well. But we're starting up. We're putting everything we have into it. Um, there's a lot of misinformation, everybody, about this card out there. But I really, really hope that if it makes sense for you, then it's something that you might want to consider doing. If it doesn't, if you have a credit union card that you're happy with or you have a debit card with your bank that you're happy with and it doesn't cost you anything to have a checking account or anything, great. But this card has been set up that all you need is this card. You do not need a bank account if you could get this card. Most this people can't card. get a bank account, though, if they yeah, bounced a check or had problems. That's why you can get this card, everybody. And this card also comes with savings goal accounts with it. So that And the card is FDIC insured up to $250,000. So um, oh, wow. you can have savings goals with this account that and and different buckets of money that you can treat like your own emergency fund. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to get it. Theapprovedcard.com? Yep. Theapprovedcard.com Monday, Money Monday on own, right? And you said 9 Eastern, so you should check your local time, your local listing. Yep. And the Money Class book out on paperback. That book changed my life. Read that book. And it there will, we go. Yeah, yeah, it will change your life when it comes to your fear around handling your own money. So, anyway, buddy. There you go. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, and you know, I would do anything for you, Jillian. I know you have, actually. So, there you go. All right. <laughs> I love you for it. All right, sweetheart. Thanks, buddy. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye bye. Jake, what the heck are you writing down over there, dude? You're on fire. <laughs> well, I'm just writing down the information for this site. That card uh, sounds like a really good card. Bruce Paul is trying to get me to get <laughs> a credit <Paul>. card. <laughs> that, he, Bruce Paul is <laughs> trying to get, to get you into the, AKA the Jake's dad. Yeah, he, he just wants me to get one to spend just on gas to build my own, to build credit because to buy a house to whatever, you need credit. And I spend all my money cash or on my debit card. And what she was saying is correct. I mean, should, shouldn't you be rewarded for having the money to spend instead of spending money that you don't have? Well, yeah, but you know that the whole idea about why these credit card companies have built the system this way is to keep you in debt because that's where the money is for them. Yeah. So that's why we're not being rewarded spending in cash because it doesn't make anybody any money. Debt, I mean, God, I remember when I was a kid... And no one ever taught me anything about this stuff, you know. I just got into trouble. And I had a card, and I thought it was free money until all of a sudden I was so knee-deep. And at that point, oh, my gosh, you're making your monthly payment, and you're not even making a dent in what you owe. You're just paying interest on your debt. It was, oh, my. I, I mean, I literally almost had to declare bankruptcy at one point 
because I had just gotten myself into so much trouble. So I think you're so, you're incredibly smart for not get, engaging in that rat race because you're so young. And But I, I think that's what she's trying to do. She's trying to change the system. So like what you said. Yeah, that to pe- help the younger people out or people exactly. don't want to build their credit. Or people who, quite honestly, have gotten into trouble because there are people with this card, you don't even need a bank account. I remember I got into so much trouble. There was a time when I couldn't open a bank account because I'd bounce checks. And then you get on this check thing or I can't even check systems. That's what it was called. You get on this thing called check systems or something and you can't even open a bank account anymore. I might be getting a little too personal here. I'm 37 now, people. Yeah, we have, to, <laughs> we have to all be quiet. Now. I've gotten it together. Yeah, maybe we should before we I need to be quiet. Uh, my entire personal life. <laughs> and then yeah. when I was five. Yeah, we need to stop the, the machinery here. I purged my piggy bank. <laughs> because it's time to go. Okay. Yeah. And, but um, yeah, so we, yeah, we do, we do have to, we do have to end the show. Fine. I will end the show, but I just want to say, um, isn't it, fa- okay, this is my last thought. Yeah. Isn't it fascinating, though, the parallels between health and wealth? About over trusting oh. and not list not being in your truth and not having that self esteem and you can't see money. No, I know, and I've always said that about weight because the shame. My contestants would be so ashamed, and I was like, "You think because you get to wear your dysfunction that that makes you less than?" We all have our dirty little secrets and our dysfunctions, whether it's spending too much money or being a sex addict or being a drug addict. But with obesity, you get to wear it for everybody to judge. But it's almost more insidious when it comes to money because it's not out in the open and you can't, you know, you you can hide, which can get you into real trouble. Anyway, we have to be quiet. All right, fine. (laughs) Uh, God, Janice, you're such a buzzkill. Oh, no, no, stop. Stop talking. Hi, old hen. listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleisinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. <laughs>